Well, it might very well be the rainiest day ever in the history of North Vancouver. 100 millimeters of rain yesterday and today. I went on a big stomp in the woods out Lynn Valley. You go across the suspension bridge and there's these trails winding all over the North Shore Mountains. But went up and sat on the crazy mossy stump looking over at some twin falls and you know with that much rain there's just waterfalls everywhere you gotta be careful though there's much trepidation and danger on slick rocky cliffs and the headlands plunging down in swirling pools crazy rapids while just up the river a piece it's like it's all like a, a flat lagoon but you look down and and you can see that the water runs hard and fast underneath. But got a nice, uh, got nice and soaked and wet. And enjoyed chanting through the woods, hopping down the slippery steps, across the trundly bridges. It's nice stuff. But so, uh, I've been working on a kind of a special series. I, I last, like, uh, Remembrance Day, which was like November. We're well into March now. I uh, I did a whole day of recording all about Remembrance Day. And it's, uh, I've been kind of stuck on what to do with it, because it's not like this regular postcard from Gravely Beach. But then I thought, well, what is a regular postcard from Gravely Beach? There's no such thing. Everyone is entirely different. How can I possibly know? Because I don't know what I'm going to do until I fire it up each time. But uh, it seemed to need some sort of uh, a cover on the book, so to speak. So. It's probably about eight parts long, and it's kind of a little something I did to dedicate to my brother, Lieutenant Magnum, who's over there in uh, Baghdad and those environs, and traipsing all over visiting the Kurds and the people from all sorts of land, you know, the Poles and the Slovaks and the Mongolians. Yes, yes, indeed. But we call this series the White Poppies for Remembrance series. And you'll find out what all that means here over the next several recordings as you head out with me on my little adventure. And while it's a little bit stale, time-wise, it's, uh, you know, the themes are still as relevant today as they were that whopping six months ago. Pardon me. But on the theme, pardon me while I enjoy a bit of tepid water here on the porch. With this theme of war and not war and remembrance. Mm. Seemed to me when I was editing, I'm reading a lot of things about about the not war part of it, right? And uh, listen to my rambling discourse. Uh, you know, there's something to war and, well, this is something that could go on to in great length about, you know, what uh, old Chris Hedges talks about in that book, War is the Force that Gives Us Meaning and, and that uh, that groundswell and kind of collective collective adrenaline rush and sense of purpose that comes from banding together to go across a common a common enemy. Well, this is nothing new. So I busted out uh, the Oristia by Aeschylus. And what's this coming from? You know, 6th century BC or something? There in Greece. And uh, the Oristia is sort of a three, it's a trilogy, like a concept album, eh? And it's all about these uh, stories of King Agamemnon and like uh, dealing with his crazy bitchy wife and intrigue and horrible things that the people did to each other. And this was the birthplace of 
democratic civilization, of course. The Greeks had a far, fine bit to learn about equality. But for what it's worth, here's a section from Agamemnon. Agamemnon, who was a king. This is the middle part, if I recall correctly, of the trilogy. And Agamemnon has just come back from a war. And he's coming back and being received by, uh, by his peeps. So uh, hunker down, pour yourself a beverage, perhaps some ouzo. First, with justice, I salute my Argos and my gods, my accomplice, who brought me home and won my rights from Priam's Troy, the just gods. No need to hear our pleas. Once for all, they consigned their lot to the urn of blood. They pitched on death for man, annihilation for a city. Hope's hand, hovering over the urn of mercy, left it empty. Look for the smoke. It is the city's sea mark, building even now. The storms of ruin live. Her last dying breath rising up from the ashes sends us gales of incense rich in gold. For that, we must thank the gods with a sacrifice our sons will long remember. For their mad outrage of a queen, we raped their city. We were right. The beast of Argos, foals of the wild mare, thousands massed in armor rose on the night. The Pleiades went down. And crashing through their walls, our bloody lion lapped its fill, gorging on the blood of kings. Our bloody lion lapped its fill, gorging on the blood of kings. Our thanks to the gods, long drawn out, but it is just the prelude. And your concern, old man, is on my mind. I hear you and agree I will support you. How rare men with the character to praise a friend's success without a trace of envy. Poison to the heart, it deals a double blow. Your own losses weigh you down, but then look at your neighbor's fortune and you weep. Well, I know I understand society, the flattering mirror of the proud. My comrades, they're shadows, I tell you, ghosts of men who swore they'd die for me. Only Odysseus, I dragged that man to the wars, but once in harness, he was a trace horse. He gave his all for me, dead or alive, no matter, I can praise him. And now this cause involving men and gods, we must summon the city for a trial, found a national tribunal, whatever's healthy, shore it up with laws and help it flourish. Wherever something calls for drastic cures, we make our noblest effort, amputate or wield the healing iron, burn the cancer at the roots. Now I go to my father's house, I give the gods my right hand, my first salute, the ones who sent me forth have brought me home. Victory, you have sped my way before. Now speed me to the last. Skipping ahead. There is Leah's daughter, the keeper of my house, and the speech to suit my absence much too long. But the praise that does us justice, let it come from others, then we prize it. This, you treat me like a woman, groveling, gaping up at me. What am I, some barbarian peacocking out of Asia? Never cross my path with robes and draw the lightning. Never 
Only the gods deserve the pomps of honor and the stiff brocades of fame. To walk on them, I am human. And it makes my pulses stir with dread. Give me the tributes of a man and not a god. A little earth to walk on, not this gorgeous work. There's no need to sound my reputation. I have a sense of what is right and wrong. What's more, heaven's proudest gift. Call no man blessed until he ends his life in peace, fulfilled. If I can live by what I say, I have no fear. Give me the tributes of a man and not a god. A little earth to walk on, not this gorgeous work. There's no need to sound my reputation. I have a sense of right and wrong. What's more, heaven's proudest gift. Call no man blessed until he ends his life in peace fulfilled. If I can live by what I say, I have no fear. His wife Clytemestra says, One more thing, be true to your ideals and tell me. Agamemnon says, True to my ideals? Once I violate them, I am lost. Would you have sworn this act to a god in a time of terror? Yes, if a prophet called for a last drastic rite. But Priam, can you see him if he had your success? Striding on the tapestries of God, I see him now. And you fear the reproach of common men? The voice of the people, I. They have enormous power. Perhaps, but where's the glory without a little gall? And where's the woman in all this lust for glory? Ah, uh, but the great victor, it becomes him to give, a, give way. Victory in this war of ours? It means so much to you? Oh, give way, the power is yours if you surrender all of your free will to me. Enough, if you are so determined, says pointing to his boots. Let someone help me off with these at least old slaves. They've stood me well. Hurry, and while I tread the splendors red dyed in the sea, may no god watch and strike me down with envy from on high. I feel such shame to tread the life of a house, a kingdom's worth of silver in the weaving. Done is done. Escort the stranger and be gentle. Conquer with compassion. Then the gods shine down upon you gently. No one chooses the yoke of slavery, not of one's free will. And she, least of all, the gift of the army's flower and pride of all the wealth she won, she follows me from Troy. And now, since you have brought me down with your insistence justice once, I enter my father's house, trampling royal crimson as I go. And now, since you have brought me down with your insistence justice once, I enter my father's house, trampling royal crimson as I go. And now, since you have brought me down with your insistence justice once, steps down from the chariot to the tapestries and reveals Cassandra dressed in the sacred regalia to fill its robes and specter of Apollo. And now, since you have brought me down with your insistence just as once, I enter my father's house, trampling royal crimson as I go. So consider this, part one of the White Poppies for Remembrance series on Postcards from Gravelly Beach.
Check out all the show notes. Uh, you know, you might even be able to buy a book. Visit postcardsfromgravelybeach.com. And would it kill you to, you know, stop by uh, the thing on iTunes there and leave a little review? Yeah, you know, no big deal. She'll like what I'm doing. North Vancouver. Postcards from Gravely Beach.